Apparently, he's our neighbor. Who's stupid enough to tag a building in broad daylight and then bravely run home across the street, I wonder out loud. Also, if that little shit wants to claim this block in the name of Ornestega, then maybe he should be paying our rent. Not for long, Matt corrects. Pretty soon, he can pay our property taxes. Hey, Ornestega, he shouts in the direction of the sixth flat. You owe us 12,000 bucks. Mac and I are in the process of buying our house. Rather, we've started the process. We're currently waiting for the results of our appraisal so we can write a formal offer. We moved into this neighborhood a year and a half ago. Originally, our plan was to get out of the city of Chicago and into the suburbs. Honestly, I've been dreaming of the bucolic towns ringing the north side of Chicago ever since I started watching John Hughes movies on VHS with my older sister, Jessica. I grew up in one of the bleak and depressing Indiana steel towns that ring the wrong side of Lake Michigan. Jess and I would snuggle into our rump-sprung plaid couch located in the drab ranch house my family shared with my grandmother, located down the street from the mill. Jess and I were enamored not only by the characters in the movies, but also the backdrop. We were astounded that people lived so nicely. I guess we assumed everyone had a yard full of rusty patio furniture and broken swing sets, with neighbor kids running around with dirty faces and stained pajamas well into the night. We'd spend hours fantasizing about what it might be like to live on a quiet, well-manicured street like Samantha Baker in Sixteen Candles, rather than being within earshot of the clamoring from the blast furnace. While everyone else lusted after Cameron's dad's car and Ferris Bueller's day off— We'd sigh over the darling downtown shopping district filled with Tudor-style pizza joints and charming shops and big, leafy trees. As far as we were concerned, Shermer, Illinois, was Shangri-La. Jess and I weren't unhappy, and our parents worked hard to make sure we never went without, but aesthetics were never a consideration for them. When we suggested they paint the walls or buy some new couches, they'd tell us we could have a pretty house or we could have a college education. Our choice. I went from my parents' run-down ranch to an austere dorm room to a claustrophobic five-person suite in my sorority house, then to a practically condemned apartment off campus. After graduation, Mac and I moved to Chicago together. He had a well-paying job and upper-middle-class parents, so he was in a position to rent a swankier place in the Gold Coast or Lincoln Park with amenities like doormen and fitness rooms and in-unit washing machines. However, I didn't have his kind of cash flow, so my options were more limited. Mac planned to cover my share on a nicer apartment, but I insisted I make it on my own. I didn't want to make a big thing about it, so I suggested he get his deluxe apartment in the sky, and I'd rent something more modest. Yet he wanted to be with me, so he agreed to go halvesies on a terrible little studio apartment on a noisy street by Wrigley Field. The first time we saw a rat in our grubby hallway, Mac went right out and adopted a cat. Savannah wasn't much of a mouser, but she did spark our love of pets, and she made us feel not just like boyfriend and girlfriend, but an actual family unit. We lost her to feline leukemia a few years back, but we've since acquired both dogs and an entire litter of kittens who've proved to be complete and utter badasses, hence their tough guy names like Agent Jack Bauer. Mac claims that I'm the tender-hearted one, taking in all these pets, but you should have seen him bottle-feeding the kittens after their mother abandoned them. Mac and I resided in a series of cheap, cramped urban dwellings long after we both started making money. 
I was so used to living beneath my means that it never occurred to me to upgrade as my means increased. At some point, Max started introducing a little bit of luxury into our lives, and we found it suited us. You know what? French press coffee is better than Folgers. A down-filled leather couch feels a whole lot better than a lumpy old futon. And a new German sedan does indeed drive better than a 15-year-old Honda with a leaky sunroof. Once I finally got comfortable with opening my wallet, we toyed around with the notion of buying a house. Soon enough, Mac and I were swooning at the thought of solid brick houses with big backyards for the dogs. Sure, our pit bull Daisy doesn't care for the outdoors, and Ducky can't be away from her for a moment, but the idea of a yard was appealing. We hadn't yet found the proper suburban outpost when record rainfall cracked our old rental home's foundation and caused our walls to fill with mold. Simply leasing a new apartment.